the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There is a downside to being uh, on the left and so deeply immersed on the left that you sometimes speak so freely that you don't realize you are not just saying but screaming the quiet part out loud. That is the case with a comment made by uh, Columbus City School Board President Jennifer Adair in the aftermath of the board elevating Angela Chapman to succeed to Lisa Dixon as superintendent of Columbus City Schools. We will cover that at the top of a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad you're with us. And this is a comment made by Jennifer Adair that is, I believe, indicative of how too many boards in too many inner-city public school systems view their job, which is to say a continuation of the status quo rather than doing what they're supposed to do, which is stick up for their students and the best education their students can get. No one can plausibly make the argument. (laughs) I put that word plausibly in there because it's important, because there are a lot of people who will make the argument, just not plausibly. That Columbus City Schools has done a good job. The test results do not bear that out. Uh, The Columbus City School District uh, gets... Failing grades in reading comprehension and math proficiency, and its graduation rate is 75%. Now, that doesn't mean that it's equipping three out of every four students with the kind of education you need to graduate from high school in the state of Ohio. What it means is that they can figure out a way to get only three out of every four, across the finish line. Where does Columbus City Schools rank in the state of Ohio? 747th out of 897. Uh, I don't think anybody would think that's good. Uh, I certainly do not think it is good. Uh, Math proficiency, uh, somewhere between 15 and 50%. Reading proficiency, somewhere between 26 and 57%. Uh, well, no, here it is. The state the state proficiency is 57%. Columbus City Schools is 26%. The state proficiency on math is 50%. Columbus City Schools is at 15%. Okay? The graduation rate in the state is 84%. The graduation rate in Columbus is 75%. So that's a failing grade. That's doing bad. But here's the comment from Jennifer Adair last night after they elevated Angela Chapman, who's been on the board, excuse me, who's been in Columbus City Schools for a while. She was an underling to Talisa Dixon. Talisa Dixon announced in December she was going to be retiring. Nobody knows where she is. Uh, She's not been at any of the meetings. Uh, A mystery, okay? Not given a reason, really, for, for quitting ahead of her contract. But 
This, like the Olentangy superintendent job, is an inside job. It's an inside job. They had Angela Chapman in the system, and they wanted to keep Angela Chapman in the system, so they conduct this quarter-of-a-million-dollar search. They go all across the country, literally and figuratively. They bring a guy in from Pasadena. They bring a guy in from Georgia. They had five finalists. They paired it down to three, and they end up, shockingly, they look all over the country, in every corner of the United States of America, and wouldn't you know, the absolute best qualified candidate is the one right down the hall. From the old superintendent. I mean, it's just amazing how that happens. Talk about your coincidences. So why did Angela Chapman get the job? Makes sense to go to Jennifer Adair, head of the board, doesn't it? Sure. She ought to be able to tell you she's the boss of the board. The board hires the superintendent. Let's ask Jennifer Adair. Why was Angela Chapman, the person right down the hall, the perfect person, rather than anybody else in the entire United States of America? Given those proficiency scores, I would think you would want to aspire to do better. I would think that you wouldn't want 15% proficiency in uh, math. I would think you wouldn't want 20, is it 26? 26, ooh, I don't want to shortchange you. 26% proficiency in reading. So tell us, Jennifer Adair, why did Angela Chapman get the job as superintendent of Columbus City Schools? Here's her answer. And again, this is a lefty. Somebody's in the quicksand of the left. So so locked into their progressivism, their Marxism, they can't realize that what they're about to say reveals how stupidly woke they are. Jennifer Adair's response to why Angela Chapman got the job was, she's one of us, and she gets it. I applaud the honesty, Jennifer Adair. I applaud the honesty. Not, you know, she's been stifled under... Superintendent Dixon, and has some really amazing ideas about how to raise our proficiency scores and our graduation rates. She has seen so many things we are doing wrong in Columbus City Schools. She finds it appalling that we have 2,000 families in Columbus City Schools who are on the waiting list at KIPP, a charter school where they have discipline and accountability and where they're rocking it when it comes to test scores and graduation rates. And she's absolutely 100% sure she can raise the level of learning and achievement in the Columbus City Schools and get that number down. Because every time we look at that 2,000 number waiting list over in KIPP, it tells us loudly, screams at us what a horrible job we're doing. No, none of that. None of that. Jennifer Adair didn't give any of that is the reason why Angela Chapman is the best choice. She's one of us, and she gets it. And then she added this. And for me, that's what always had me. Yes. Why, when you rank 747th out of 897 school districts in the state of Ohio, only 150 of almost 900 schools are worse than you, when your math proficiency is 15%, and we're not talking about people ready to, you know, recite pi out to the 12th digit. We're talking about proficiency, okay? 
We're not talking about rocket scientists here, the people who can do the math like you saw on the billboard or on the blackboard in hidden figures. No, we're not talking about that kind of math proficiency. We're talking about 15% proficiency, like able to, I don't know, what, do simple division? Probably don't do that anymore. But why would you not want to continue a status quo where only 150 of 900 schools are worse than you? where 85% of your students are not at math proficiency, where 74% of your students can't read at proficiency levels. Why would you not want to continue that status quo? Well, they did want to continue that status quo, and that's why we got Angela Chapman. And I, I would have allowed for the possibility that Angela Chapman might have gone in there to the board meeting and said, hey, we got a 2,000-student waiting list at KIPP. That tells us that people who are in our district realize what a horrible job we're doing educating the students in Franklinton and the Near East Side and Linden and the Hilltop. And we got to fix that. And here's how I would fix it. I would pull us out of the lawsuit opposing school choice in the state of Ohio because that will hold our teachers accountable. That will force us to do a better job. I would have been like really excited about Angela Chapman as the superintendent of Columbus City Schools, if she came to the table with a plan to improve Columbus City Schools. But according to Jennifer Adair, who would have definitely had a big, big role in the hiring of Angela Chapman, the reason why Angela Chapman got the job is, and I quote, she is one of us and she gets it. Oh, there were other board members who, of course, were on board with it and let's not put all of our eggs in the ill-spoken Jennifer Adair basket there's probably somebody else who has a big role in the elevation of Angela Chapman to superintendent oh look at this there is and guess who it is it's John Caneglio the president of the Columbus Education Association that would be your teachers union ladies and gentlemen the ones who went on strike last fall for air conditioning in the classrooms because it was they're doing it for the kids, right? They're doing it for the kids, the air conditioning. we got to have air conditioning. It's not fair to the kids not to have air conditioning. And then they got, when they settled, they got a commitment for air conditioning four years from now. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the big fat raises they got. It was about the air conditioning. Four years from now, they're going to get that straightened out. John Caneglio, head of the teachers union, what does he think of Angela Chapman, the person who will be at the head of Columbus City Schools, he said, oh, the Board of Education made the right choice selecting Dr. Chapman. We look forward to continuing our, get ready for it, collaborative relationship. Oh. In other words, Angela Chapman's selection as the superintendent of Columbus City Schools makes life easy for the Board of Education in Columbus, and it makes life really easy for the teachers in the city of Columbus. The ones who are teaching those kids from Linden, the Hilltop, and Franklinton, to read at state proficiency levels, uh, one out of every four kids, and the ones who get only 15 out of 100 to achieve math proficiency. Doing a great job. Now, it was not all sunshine and balloons and uh, backslaps and uh, way to goes last night when the Columbus Board of Education hired... Angela Chapman elevated her from the office down the hall into the big office previously held by Talisa Dixon. Uh, There were, of course, 
the teachers union bootlicks who were on board with it. There, of course, was the uh, board president, Jennifer Adair, who let the uh, cat out of the bag when she said the reason Chapman got the job is because she's, she's one of us and she gets it. And for me, that's what always had me. Oh, well, she had you at hello, huh? Uh, yeah. Jennifer Adair thinks, uh, apparently, that the uh, Columbus schools are doing a rocking job ranking, uh, what, 747th out of 897 in the state. Uh, math proficiency, 15%. Reading proficiency, 26%. Uh, the teachers union guy, uh, John Caneglio, he's all about it because he said that they uh, will be able to continue their collaborative relationship. So if you're a parent, you're expecting administration to crack the whip on teachers. I wouldn't expect that. Uh, Big ol' Andrew Ginther is on board with it. He, of course, congratulated Angela Chapman on the job, and he has uh, urged the community to embrace her leadership as we seek to move the district forward. Well, you got to give it to Andy. He crafts a mean press statement. Because he did not say embrace her leadership as we move the district forward. Because, of course, that would be committing to actual progress. He instead stuck that little four-letter word in there that absolves him of all culpability and responsibility for what will likely be the ongoing failure of Columbus City Schools to educate its students to the point where more than 75% of them can graduate. No. Andy said... The community needs to embrace her leadership as we seek to move the district forward. As we seek to move the district forward. Now, as I said, all those people were thrilled that Angela Chapman became the superintendent. But the person who's not too thrilled, the organization that's not too thrilled, is the NAACP. And the uh, head of the NAACP... Uh, has been asking questions for a while. Her name is Nana Watson. Has been asking questions for a while about, did you need to spend a quarter of a million dollars on a search that could have been conducted by just walking down the hall and elevating Angela Chapman without spending two hundred fifty grand to go to Georgia and, Pens- uh, and Pasadena, California? To bring in candidates, another one from Iowa. Couldn't you have saved an awful lot of money? Since it appears you were pretty determined. I mean, Jennifer Adair, what was that she said? She's one of us. That's what always had me. If she had you from the very beginning, because I assume you knew her, what did you bother go looking around for? Uh, they spent that 250000 on twenty five. Possible finalists. They had 25 semifinalists. Cut it down to five finalists. Cut it down to three. Maybe it was six and cut it down to three. The NAACP's been asking, where's that money gone? What have you been doing with that? And the NAACP has been filing Freedom of Information Act requests. Uh, by the way, none of which the district has responded to yet. Citing, and I got this... Back many times when I submitted FOIA requests to Ohio State back in the day, they say, oh, we can't give you that information because it's subject to attorney-client privilege. See, we hired a search firm, and 
we hired a public relations firm and they're subcontractors of the law firm that represents us. So that would be a violation of attorney-client privilege. And then what they're counting on is, of course, that the person filing the Freedom of Information Act request doesn't have the pockets to sue you for that information because a lawsuit is very expensive. And, of course, Columbus City Schools probably has attorneys on staff or on retainer, and their pockets are much deeper than the NAACP's. And so they're going to, if they have to, outlast you in court. They're just going to ignore it. There is no way, none, that the work of a PR firm should be subjected to attorney-client privilege because a PR firm is not an attorney. So here's a quote from Nana Watson to the board. You have failed us. You have failed the children and you have failed the parents in the entire community. I am so appalled at this behavior. I want you to know also, so I guess I'll do another public records request so we can be denied. Well played. Well played, Nana. Sounds like uh, Nana and I would get along just fine. Uh, Now, the border crisis continues, of course. Uh, Our president, Joe Biden, mumbled yesterday that he would not be going to the border. Moments ago, he again was mumbling about where he was going, but not the border. He is going to Japan, but there will be no shrimp on the barbie for Joe Biden in Australia as he will not be going to Australia. There is this bothersome little problem of a debt limit looming over our heads. We have bills to pay, we have interest on bills that uh, we have interest on money that we've borrowed to pay. So Biden will not be going to the border, but you know who will be going to the border? National Guard troops apparently from right here in Ohio as Texas Governor Greg Abbott sent a letter to all 49 other governors. I wonder where that letter is that he sent to Kathy Hochul in New York. I wonder where I wonder where the letter to Gavin Newsom is. Don't you think it's probably in Gavin Newsom's inbox in the folder mail you never need to open. <laughs> but though we are told the border is not a partisan issue, um All the Republican governors have responded to Greg Abbott's call for National Guard troops to help police the border and will be sending troops to the border, including Ohio. Florida and Idaho have already sent the troops that they're going to send. Ohio is um, on the list of states. So I guess that means that we have a Republican governor. I mean, it says every Republican governor responded and Ohio is on the list. So I guess uh, we have a a Republican governor. Uh, I've been in communication with his PR guy about the governor's drag show editorial. I'll give you the latest on that next. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.